Hey everyone, welcome to Healthy Mind, Happy Life Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Engler. I believe that we can all move through life transitions without losing who we are, but it takes the right support, community, and connection to carry us through. We can heal through sharing experience, strength, and hope. Each week, we will have genuine and real conversations that will inspire you to shift your mindset to live a happier, free life. Right, everyone, really quick, I have a huge favor to ask. It really won't take more than 30 to 60 seconds out of your day is you can do it right now while you're listening to this. Unless you're driving, then don't (laughs) do it when you're done driving. But I ask that you all leave a review if you are enjoying the the podcast so far. And what I ask is that you leave the review, not just the stars, but write a review because it really does help with the podcast and getting it out there more and the message more. So it it really does make a difference. And if you could just write the review, take a quick screenshot and email it to me at elevateyourlifecoachingschool at gmail.com. And then you will get entered into a raffle to win a free coaching session with me. So you do something for me, I'll do something for you. Everyone wins in the end. And uh, I, again, will I would be eternally grateful for this. Also, real quick, don't forget about if you're local and you're in the, the Rochester, New York area or within a couple hours, I am hosting a workshop on December 2nd from 7.30 to 9.30, and it's Ignite Your Confidence. It's a girls' night out event where we're going to do some dancing, all different types of dancing. Don't worry. I am going to prompt you. I'm going to guide you through it. So I highly encourage you to grab a friend to ease some of that anxiety. Please come out. I would love to meet some of you. And you can sign up for that event in the show notes below. There is a link or go on my Instagram. There's a link there. There's an event page link there. So I've made it very easy for all of you to find. And just let me know if you have any questions, but I would love to see all of you guys there. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at in your day. Hello, and uh, I hope that you are having a good day. Oh, so today it's a very dramatic change in weather. We went from like 75 degrees to 30 degrees in snow in the matter of like two or three days. And I'm not surprised by it because that's just the climate of which we live. But still, it's always an adjustment even when you know uh, to expect it. So just, you know, adapting to that and really just focusing on my rhythms lately, you know, trying to find that ebb and flow in my day-to-day life between motherhood and running kids around everywhere and work and trying to grow my business 
and also, you know, I'm doing some uh, workshop coming up. So doing all the things on top of the, the holidays. So I'm being very mindful of that as well because I'm notorious for putting too much on my plate and then going, oh shit, what have I done? I'm overwhelmed and I feel stuck. So I am being very intentional about what I'm putting my energy into and being aware that the holidays are coming up. And I don't want to have a lot on my plate during the holiday season just because I like to have freedom and flexibility within my day-to-day to do what I need to do. So whether that's just stay home, watch a movie, or wrap some gifts, or bake, whatever, craft, make Christmas shirts, you know, whatever, spend time with people. I just want to have my schedule open. And I I know personally, I don't want to have a ton of commitments. So I'm being uh, very mindful of that and trying to make space for that, which is something I actually am going to talk about in the upcoming weeks is, you know, how to preserve your energy and and keep your space during the holiday season because it's very easy to get bombarded by family, by doing all the things and traveling and parties that it does take over your space. And some people totally fine with that, doesn't bother them. Other people, we need a little bit more time and balance between both. We need balance between having that time to ourselves and also doing all the fun things. But if we're committed, but then we really want that time for ourselves, it's hard to get out of it. And then we're having to break commitments or let people down. So that's never a good thing. And none of us really want that. Sometimes it has to be done. But if we can get ahead of it and be intentional and mindful ahead of time, then that decreases the odds and the chances of having to do that. And and so this week is Thanksgiving. And well, the week that I'm recording this isn't Thanksgiving. The week I'm releasing this is Thanksgiving. So in preparation for that, I know it's kind of cliche, but I'm going to talk about gratitude. This is a topic that this word I don't struggle with but I started thinking about it and I I really do feel like it's thrown around in a way that we we use to minimize our pain and we use it to minimize our discomfort around certain things and 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 we also use it to stay grounded. So I'm going to branch off and talk about both of these things. But first, I'm just going to talk about what is gratitude. The word gratitude is about the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return to kindness. So that is the Oxford Dictionary's definition of gratitude. But if we go a little bit deeper than that, there 
what I've noticed is there's three different sections of gratitude or three different types of gratitude. And that's emotion, affective trait, and mood. Emotion is, and this is how you experience it. So when we feel the emotion of gratitude, it's more of a temporary feeling. And, you know, when someone gives you a gift, right, you you may feel really thankful, really grateful. Someone showed up for you during a really difficult time or made you dinner and you feel that gratitude. If you have felt gratitude in your bones before, you know what I'm talking about. And it's a very overwhelming emotion. I know personally, when I feel grateful, I almost cry every single time. Like when I really feel it in my bones, in my body, it's a very powerful and overwhelming emotion. It's so much more than just saying like, I am grateful for, or I am so grateful for you helping me. It is an overwhelming emotion that I almost don't have words when I feel it. But again, it's it's kind of this temporary feeling. It's not something that lasts or that we're supposed to feel all the time because Yes, it's it's a great feeling to um, feel that, but it also is a very powerful emotion and overwhelming, so you wouldn't want to live in that all the time. But that's one way that we feel gratitude. The other way is affective trait. So what this is, is one's overall tendency to have like a grateful deposition about yourself. So the way that you carry yourself, the way that you you talk. And I see this a lot with my husband, actually. He's just a very humble human being. And that's what makes me think of this, this type of effective trait is that it's a very humble feeling that you don't feel like you need more of anything, want more of anything, or if something happens, you you may feel a certain way about a situation, but you the gratitude outweighs that feeling. And so you're more in that gratitude and humility of, okay, you know, I'm just I'm just grateful, fill in the blank, right? grateful for the job opportunity. I'm just grateful that no one got hurt in a car accident. I'm just grateful. that. So there's that deposition too. And it's it's more than just words. It's um, really, I see this as a, a way of life and a mindset that people have, at least when I've crossed paths with people that have experienced this or in moments in my life when I've felt this way. I can't say that I'm this way all the time because I'm definitely not. Um, but I definitely have went through phases in my life where I'm very grounded and I can feel that gratitude and I show it in, and I feel it in my mindset. It's a shift in the way I see things, the way I process things, the way I perceive things. So 
That's effective trait. And the last one is mood. So this would be, you know, daily fluctuations in your overall mood. That doesn't mean that you are, you know, peace and joy and humble every second of every day. It just means that you come back to this feeling. And and again, it, it shifts your mood. When you feel yourself move into gratitude, you can feel that mood shift as well. So those are those are the three different types of gratitude or the way that we experience gratitude. Like I was saying in the beginning, gratitude, I feel like that word gets thrown around all too often. And a lot of times I find people use it in a way that suppresses their feelings or suppresses someone else's feelings. So if you express a painful emotion or someone else does, a lot of times our response is to say, we'll find the gratitude or we'll just be grateful that, right? So say you were in a car accident, you know, and you're having a hard time processing that and it, that experience was really scary and now you're having all these fears around drivings, just use that as an example, then someone says to you, you say you say that to someone and then they say to you, well, just be grateful you're alive, right? Or thank God you're alive. Okay. Yes, that might be part of it, but also it's okay to feel that fear, that worry, that uncertainty, around the situation that you experience. So I do find that that we use that and and throw it around in a way that I know people it's so unintentional. I don't think people mean to do it, but I do think it gets overused versus, you know, if we just validate someone's pain, right? And people will eventually feel that gratitude. It's just not always in the moment or when we're going through things do we experience gratitude. It's a it's a feeling that often isn't experienced right in you know right in the beginning of something, especially if we're going through something hard. So now I'm going to dive into some of the evidence based research around gratitude because there is a lot. So some of the research suggests that gratitude inspires people to be more generous, kind, helpful, and it really does strengthen relationships, whether that's, you know, romantic partner or friendship or with your kids, it does improve the environments that we, we live in or that we interact with. So whether that's work or home or with our families, it when we feel that gratitude, express that gratitude, or uh, have that mindset, then it does improve all of these other areas of our life. And there have been a lot of studies done that support the link between gratitude and pro-social behavior. So these studies found 
that the more grateful people are, the more helpful, generous they become. And they, they, they call it the gratitude, the social glue. So it really holds a lot of relationships and environments together and there's just a lot of benefits to it. And so it's very important when forming and maintaining social relationships and also our perspective on life. If we can embody a grateful mindset and mood, then that shifts our lens on how we perceive things, how we navigate situations, how we feel about situations. And this kind of speaks to to what I was saying earlier that it's important to acknowledge our feelings and not use gratitude as a way to minimize our pain. And then on the other side of it, it gratitude can be a good thing to ground us so we aren't sucked in to the pain and living in that pain all the time. So some of the research actually supports that and what they found was, or I guess what they call it, is the find, remind, and bind function of gratitude. And I, I read this and I thought, I've never heard of that before. Find, remind, and bind function of gratitude. So by attuning people to the thoughtfulness of other people and thankfulness, the gratitude helps them find the first one people who are good candidates for future relationships um, and have like good quality relationships. It also helps to remind the second part, people of the, the goodness of themselves and of others and see the good in themselves and others. And even those existing relationships that you Uh, you know, all our relationships, there's always, you know, problems or conflict or things going on, but it helps us see the good in it. And then the binds, that's the last part of it. It, it binds us to, or the other word would be connect, right? It binds us to the people around us, our partners, our friends, our family, people that we love and that are important to us. It makes us feel connected. And that's really what it comes down to. When I think of gratitude, I think of grounded and connected. Because that's really what it is. And grounded to me feels stable. It feels supported. Like when I when I think of the ground, right? It's firm, it's hard. And it supports me, right? It supports me walking down the street. It supports me walking to my car. It supports me walking around my office. So the ground is always supporting me. So when I think of grounded, I think of that. I think firm. I think um, supported in that I am okay. I can trust whatever is going to happen. And when I think of connection, which I've talked 
I always talk about connection. So if you have been a follower, you've heard me talk about this in various ways. But connection is the third pillar in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if we don't have love, belonging, and connection in our life, we won't be able to climb any higher in the pyramid, which is self-actualization. That's a long word. Um, Self-actualization, which is really that highest level of self that a lot of us are are looking for. And I can say that with confidence talking to you guys because that's why you're listening to the podcast. You want to better yourself. You want to find more functional ways of living. You want to feel more grounded. You want to get out of your head. You want to get into your body. You want to find more uh, ways to be present and not always thinking about the future or worrying or feel uh, filled with anxiety, right? And that is not possible to reach that highest level if we do not have connection and belonging. If we don't feel like we belong anywhere, if we don't feel connected to others or to anything around us, then we can't keep climbing. So I really encourage you to read. Actually, if you want to learn more about love and belonging, connection, read some of Brene Brown's material if you haven't already. I always encourage people to start with the gifts of imperfections and then go from there through the different books that she's wrote. And she really dives into this and why it's so important and crucial in our life. And so I don't say this to put you down or make you feel sad, but instead to start thinking about where do you feel connected? Who do you feel connected to? Because if you have that connection, that's going to increase those feelings of gratitude in the way that you experience gratitude as well. And I I love the holidays, but I know there's a lot of people out there that don't and it is an incredibly difficult time. And so that's what I'm going to I'm going to do an episode on that coming up, so stay tuned. So I won't go into that too much today. However, it is the week of Thanksgiving and so we often, you know, talk about giving thanks and we go around the table and we say what we're thankful for and grateful for. And a lot of times I feel like we can become robotic with it and just say it. We don't always put a lot of thought into it or we're just saying it um, to say it. So I encourage everyone this week to really think about what are you grateful for, right? Journal about it. Um, And journal about what does gratitude mean to you? What does that feel like? How do you know when you're experiencing it? And are you just saying, are they just words coming out of your mouth? Or do you really feel like you're expressing gratitude and embodying it in your life? Because that's the difference right there. That a lot of us just say it, 
we just toss around this word, but we don't ever stop to think about, well, what does gratitude really feel like? How are we expressing it in our life? How is it, how are we showing it in our life? And I just, you know, I really, I want to give you guys this quick example. So in the last year, I have felt overwhelming amounts of gratitude in since going through the traumatic birth of my daughter a year ago. It's been about a year. It has been a year. So a year ago right now, I was in the NICU uh, struggling. And so I wasn't able then to be in the gratitude. I just couldn't. I was in survival mode. I was in the trauma. There, everyone kept saying, be grateful she's alive. I just personally could not feel that. It wasn't there for me. I was in pure survival. I was in my own emotions and turmoil. There was just, I just really couldn't get there. I tried to make myself, you know, feel that, but I couldn't. And fast forward in time, once I got home and I was able to process things a little bit more, whew, did it come in. It came in and for various reasons. One, I had so much gratitude for my family and friends and specifically a couple of very close people that I could even cry. Just even thinking about it right now with the way that these people showed up for me in my life. And I have expressed it to them as well, but it's, it is an overwhelming feeling, just the little things that they did to help me stay afloat during that time means so, so much to me. Like I can't say that I wouldn't have done something to hurt myself or to, do something crazy because that's where I was at at that time. And these people really helped me stay out of that. And I'm internally grateful for them. And I express that through not just words and feelings, but I pay it forward now. You know, if they need something, I show up for them. I am there. Even if it's something small, I do it because that is how I express it. I don't take that for granted. And the other, the other thing I, I finally felt was, yes, that Nora was alive. And that didn't show up for me right away. It didn't feel real because she was doing well. And, and I was um, just, again, not in that headspace. But later on down the road, I would say like this summer, I got hit a couple times with, wow, like I'm just, that could have went a totally different way. And I'm so grateful that the universe intervened and I went to that doctor's appointment that day and they they were able to save her and get her out of there, um, you know, out of me and, and keep her safe. So, um, you know, but that, that came later on. So I guess I'm just telling you guys this to let you know that if people are telling you to be grateful, but you're just not feeling it at this moment, that's okay, Right. Maybe you express it in a different way or feel it in a different way, or maybe it's going to come later. 
So don't put that extra pressure on yourself or force yourself to feel something now that just might not be there yet. You know, just maybe finding little things that went well today or that you felt grateful for today that can be very grounding and, again, strengthen the relationship with yourself and with people around you. So I, I, you know, on that note, I'm going to leave you guys with all of that. I really don't have any more to say on this topic. And I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. I, if you don't have family or anyone close, I hope that you can find something to do that's positive and that feels fantastic to you or find a close friend's house to go to and just be with people if that's what you want to do. Um, and just enjoy the long weekend if you don't have to work. Enjoy the extra Friday off. So I am just sending lots of positive vibes out there to all of you guys and Buckle in because we got a crazy uh, few weeks here coming up, (laughs) the holiday season. So I will see you guys all back next week. Thank you.